this is uh, for head here from C3 panel slight change of plans for this week's episode the original plan was to do a crossover with Erin from Girls Talk Comics uh, unfortunately we've had to postpone the recording of that due to circumstances beyond our control um, so instead we're going to be do uh, I am going to be doing a cheeky mini pod where I'm going to highlight some of the books that I've reviewed um, on my blog uh, that I think you should um, read. Uh, my blog, for those of you who aren't aware, is um, socialblunderer.co.uk. That's uh, socialblunderer.co.uk. And um, these are just free books that I've reviewed that I really enjoyed. And we're going to be uh, starting off with... Uh, Pistuvi by Merwan and Bertrand Gatagonol. Uh, it is published by Magnetic Press. Let me just double check that. I did have it written down somewhere. Yes, Magnetic Press are the publishers of this book. I'll read the uh, description out. Uh, quickly, so Jean is a little girl who lives with a mischievous fox named Pestuvi. Uh, they share a charming little treehouse surrounded by a magical prairie tended to by a giant tractor man and the wind spirit that he loves. Together, Jean and Pestuvi spend days frolicking without care, but soon the birds arrive and everything changes. Um... It describes, the, the blurb describes it as a beautiful lyrical fable about the inevitable transition from childhood freedom to adult responsibility, replete with laughs, nostalgia and heartache. And I heartily agree with that. Um, in tone, I would say this is somewhere between the melancholic, um, stylings of the movement so like for me the movement's always always quite um always got like a tone of melancholy uh through those stories and i think that's the the same here and it's kind of mixed with um kind of adventures times kind of sense of uh anarchic um fun um and it's presented in um these bold um black and white uh, style very sort of reminiscent of um, Studio um, Studio Ghibli it's um, you know the characters are uh, charismatic I, I immediately fell in love with um, Pastuvi and Jean their uh, relationship is um, kind of perfectly captures kind of how you know there's a line it from Stephen King's um stand by me you never have um friends like you you, you make friends when you're kids um and you never you know, have friendships those uh, that intense um really ever again and i think that's kind of one of the themes that goes through the book is how everything changes and how maintaining friendships is from childhood to adulthood is really um it's not easy at all it's quite difficult the artwork is 
gorgeous. The character designs are imaginative. Um, and it's really visually stimulating. I think some, in some reviews I've read, it's, um, kind of like a, a Studio Ghibli, uh, manga-esque, um, style. I'd say the style is, uh, very bold. It's very, um, you can tell that, um, both the creators kind of worked in animation. There's a sense of, um, fluidity and, um, movement, um, uh, throughout the, the artwork, but the, um, dialogue, um, is also, um, kind of <laughs> deeply human for, you know, there's only one human character in the book, which is Gene, but it's kind of like a Gene deeply human and, um, you get a real sense that, um, they've captured the, you know, the relationship that, um, two, two children, um, have with each other. Um, highly recommended, uh, from me if you've got kids over eight years old, um, buy this as a Christmas present for them or just buy this as a, as a present for them. They will, um, absolutely love it. And that is, I believe it's going to be out in November. The, uh, next book that I want to talk about is, um, Soon Volume 1. So Soon, uh, Volume 1 is by Thomas Cadeen and Benjamin Adam, uh, published by Europe Comics. I'll read the description. Uh, the year is 2150. The world has changed significantly. Damage caused by climate change and the resurgence of certain deadly diseases has drastically reduced the world's population. Nature has taken back control and the survivors are spread over different urban zones. Simone 50 is an astronaut who's been training for a controversial one-way space mission. Simone will have to leave her son Yuri behind forever. Before they say goodbye, Simone asks Yuri to travel with her to seven different urban zones. So, uh, soon Volume 1 manages to mix masterful world-building with uh, intimate family drama. The artwork is bold. Uh, each of the um, uh, seven zones are given a different um, color palette. So, um, for example, um, the Louisiana zone is given um, kind of these lemony yellow colors. Whereas, um, Brazil, I think Brazil, or was it South Africa? Cape, sorry, South Africa, uh, uh, Cape Town are given these kind of reds, um, uh, uh dark red and pinks, which is kind of, uh, very, um, ominous kind of, a uh, 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 color palette. So in that way, it kind of does the same thing that, um, uh, uh another book that, I enjoyed this year. Titan did kind of using these, um, uh, color palettes to, you know, just w one or two colors, uh, to kind of really accent the, accent the, the, the artwork. The character designs are quite, um, straightforward. So we, you know, they're not hyper, uh, detailed. They're kind of simple, um, faces almost, um, uh, like, uh, Tintin, uh, in terms of, you know, it was just, you know, two dots for the eyes, but they're able, you know, they're able with this simplicity to convey so much, um, depth of a, a, 
emotion um, between um, uh, Yuri and Simone, kind of just with a tilt of a head or the raise of an eyebrow. Um, so I, I, I really uh, appreciated that the dialogue is uh, very, very uh, well observed, I think. Um, it's a very naturalistic conversation that happen between um, uh, Simone and Yuri and you know this kind of power struggle between um, the two of them you know Yuri desperately wants his, his mother to stay on earth but Simone has trained for such a long time and is sacrificing so much not just um, uh, for herself you know but to potentially um, save humanity uh you know, at the moment in the world, we are, uh, suffering from climate catastrophes and, um, also, uh, with the coronavirus, this, uh, story may hit a little bit too close to home for some people. Um, but I think it's well worth, uh, checking out. Uh, if I've got a criticism of it, there is quite a lot of, um, what, uh, Mark Commode would describe as Basil uh, uh, exposition. So there is quite a lot of exposition, exposition in, in, in the story to kind of help us understand uh, understand and establish why the world is uh, currently the way it is in, in the world of the comic, in the universe of the comic. But it's quite cleverly framed as um, Yuri trying to explain the way he understands history to his mother and his mother will come, come back and come back at him and actually say, you've, you know, what your school's taught you there is, um, incorrect. I, you know, some of the explanatory, um, uh, diagrams are kind of quite experimental as well. It kind of reminded me a little bit of, um, Rusty Barrett Brown in places. Um, but yeah, I think this is a uh, you know really beautifully observed kind of um, a beautifully imagined um, uh, family drama kind of set in uh, a sci-fi world. And uh, yeah, I'd I'd highly recommend you uh, check this out if you're into a bit of um, uh, escapism and. Um, yeah, so that you know, that's that one there. The next one I'm going to be recommending is a bit of a downer, uh, unfortunately. Uh, this is uh, the photographer of Mafusain by Mathausen. It's a German place. I think Mathausen is uh, more correct. So the photographer of Mathausen by uh, Salvo Rubio, uh, drawn by Pedro J. Colombo, and uh, coloured by. And Zane Lander, and this is published by Dead Reckoning. So Dead Reckoning, they publish a lot of uh, World War Two comics, and they've got a pretty fantastic slate of, of books coming out. So if you're interested in your historical historical World War Two comics, I would highly recommend you you um, have a look at their listings. So uh, I'll quickly read out just a little bit of the um, description because it's quite a long description. In the blurb, this is a dramatic retelling of true events of the life of Francois Boix, a Spanish press photographer and communist who fled to France at the beginning of World War II. Um, he's subsequently captured by the Nazis and sent to the notorious Matosan concentration camp, where he uh, spent the war among thousands of other Spaniards, uh, and more of half of whom lost their lives. 
Box Box finds himself uh, the assistant of a SS officer who's documenting prisoner deaths at the camp. And uh, Box decides he's got a, a chance to prove Nazi war crime by stealing negatives of these uh, perverse photos. Um, so, in tone, um, what this reminded me of is if The Great Escape um, had a kid with um, Schindler's List. The, the, uh, by the way, the, the photographer Matosan is in uh, a net uh, is a movie on Netflix. Um, I'm kind of halfway through watching it at the moment. Um, a little bit different from the comic, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend you check out the the movie as well because it seems to be quite good so far. So World War Two is um, it's got such a rich seam of stories that aren't regularly told. You know, you've got certain idiots on. Um, Twitter not being aware of uh, the fact that you know Indian and uh, Indian soldiers uh, served in on the front line uh, in both World War Two and World War One. Um, so I I wasn't aware of uh, Matosan uh, concentration camp and I wasn't aware of this story. Like so many terrible things happened um, through World War Two. So I think uh, any medium or any chance we get to kind of remember. Uh, you know these heroic acts and these terrible things is um, an opportunity that we should take. Um, the the artwork here out of the three comics that I've um, uh, recommended is probably the least striking. I don't want to say it's serviceable because I think that'd be doing um, a disservice to it. At, at moments, it's um, incredibly poignant um, and powerful and you know th th there was um, a point towards the end of the book where I nearly burst out in tears um, due to the utter unfairness of uh, what happened to what, what, one of the uh, uh, characters in this it's an unflinching look at the brutality um, experienced um, by the prisoners there the um, you know, it, it doesn't shy away from uh, showing scenes of torture and uh, death. Um, and I, you know, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but I thought it, it was t it was telling an a very important story, um, very very powerfully. And you know, there are a lot of intimate conversations. And uh, political machinations that go on um, in the story as well. So Box is trying to constantly cajole and convince and um, threaten people into getting his his own way. And you know, it, it's kind of a, a character study of you know the single-minded, uh, you know, bloody determined uh, uh, determination that you kind of need to, to see yourself through um, a situation like that and kind of how even if you do everything right um, you still can get um, uh, still can get hurt in uh, a situation like this so uh, I, I, you know, I wrote in my review um, that there are a lot of graphic novels about World War II um, very very few of them are going to be as good as this one so that's um, so that's the photographer 
Matosain. I really should have checked out how to pronounce these um, names before I um, started recording. So those are my three uh, top picks of um, books that you should be checking out. Um, I'm just going to read out a list of other books that I've reviewed that I think are worth reading. So um, just really quickly, Maxim, uh, Maximilian Urate's Battleborn is a really good uh, uh, graphic novel about um, the war in Afghanistan. Um, it's kind of respectful to the stories of everyone involved in it. Um, the Zolas by... Melanie McCaggy and um, Alice Chimama has got stunning uh, artwork. It's um, very kind of painterly. Uh, the you know kind of very kind of naturalistic, uh, stimulating uh, colours and the, the I, you know, I didn't really know a lot about Emil Zola and his um, marriage, but it's um, it beautifully captures the. A relationship between um, two people who love each other very much, who are a support to each other, who are a comfort to each other, but also are capable of hurting each other very, very badly. So that's um, th- you know that's an- another uh, comic that I'd recommend. Um, what else? Uh, Carmen Volume One from Guillem March. This is a. It's um, how to describe it? It's a graphic novel about death and and uh, suicide uh carmen who is this uh angel of death is very kind of reminiscent of you can, you can tell it's very much inspired by um neil gaiman's um death from the sandman comics so i think uh carmen's a very different character she's uh much more anarchic and fiery and uh energetic kind of um yeah i don't want to, i don't want to say manic pixie girl but kind of she's very much um you know kind of let's have an adventure sort of thing as a um as an angel of of death and she's um uh, kind of uh, guiding this uh lady catalina who has um killed herself trying to make sure that she doesn't repeat uh, the same mistakes in her next life the artwork is uh, really bright and rich and uh, vivid. Uh, I think one of the reasons I really enjoyed the comic, it gives it a really strong sense of place. So last year I went to uh, uh, Andalusia for about a month and just went around the different cities there. With this comic, you can really tell that it's a Spanish comic. The architecture of the streets um spanish the uh the clothing everything gives you a kind of um a sense of place the um character designs are uh very animated um and the uh you know the dialogue is probably the weakest part, but even then there's, and I think that might be to do with the, uh, the, the translation, but it's, um, it's a very good, uh, comic book that I think you should, uh, check out. And what else would I say? I've talked about, uh, Pestuvi, Zola, Battleborn, 
uh, Carmen, photographer Mathosine. I've said that like differently every time. Oh, big, uh, big black standard Attica, uh, which is the story of, uh, Frank Smith, uh, um, so big black standard Attica by, uh, Frank Big Black Smith, Jared Rainmuth, and Amizine, Ami Zian. I'll, I'll say that it's pronounced like that. And it's just um, a graphic novel memoir that covers um, the horrific events that happened at Attica Prison. And yeah, it's, you know, it's Black History Month in the UK. If you want to read about an incident that um, exemplifies a uh, historic systemic institutional racism then this is um a story that kind of exemplifies that okay guys um that's it like i said uh, a lot of these reviews are available on my blog um www.socialblunderer.co.uk if you could please um donate to the tip jar for see-through panels so you can find that at tip pinecast.com slash jar slash c uh see-through panel um so how do, let's, let's let's say that again you can go to tips.pinecast.com backslash jar backslash c dash through dash panel and you can um if you can donate some money it'll help us um keep the lights on as it were we will try and reschedule the crossover episode uh for next week and um, we've got some exciting things uh coming up including a pretty big interview with um a creator that we can't announce yet but um keep your ears and eyes open and we've got a few other crossover episodes coming up and we should be doing something pretty exciting for halloween as well okay guys thank you